Hey, it's Brian with a quick announcement before we get started. You know, this time of year especially, we're always aware of how quickly time flies. So let me suggest to you that it's not too early to start thinking now about your Christmas shopping for 2022. And I've got the perfect recommendation for all the Christmas lovers in your life. Christmas Past The Book is coming in the fall of 2022 from Lions Press. Stay connected with me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for updates on events, giveaways, pre-ordering, publication dates, all that stuff. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. Oh, and just one more note before we start. I wrote and recorded this episode in the late summer. That was before Audible announced that they were revamping the Cinnamon Bear with an all-star cast, including Alan Cumming and Ryan Reynolds. So when this episode hits your podcast feed, you'll have different versions of the Cinnamon Bear to choose from. Definitely check out the 1937 original. And here's the Cinnamon Bear. Christmas is a season of warmth and wonder. Magical characters, magical worlds, a cozy glow of enchantment and anticipation, of imagination brought to life for young and old alike. And of all the ways we've devised to connect with that imagination, whether it's movies, animated specials, illustrated storybooks, nothing engages the senses in quite the same way as a good old-fashioned audio drama. If you're a fan of podcasts, as I assume you are, then you're a fan of the audio medium. But if you're like most people nowadays, you're not an avid listener of radio dramas. And that makes sense. They don't make many anymore, and they certainly don't make them like they used to. But in the days before television came along, radio was of course the dominant broadcast medium, with entertainment options for all tastes, age groups, and genres. Whether it's drama, horror, suspense, mystery, westerns, sitcoms, children's stories, and yes, Christmas specials. It was truly a golden age of radio. And what that means is that some of the best Christmas entertainment available to you is stuff you've never heard before, just waiting to be discovered. Like this one miniseries from 1937, in which twin siblings Jimmy and Judy embark on a quest through the magical Maybe Land to find their lost Christmas star ornament with the help of a talking teddy bear named the Cinnamon Bear. I'm the Cinnamon Bear with the shoe button eyes, and I'm looking for someone to take by surprise. It's a story that captivated audiences annually before becoming largely lost to the mainstream, relegated to archives and special collections and newsletter articles from old-time radio clubs. But in the internet age, new generations are discovering the Cinnamon Bear. And even as recently as a few months ago, the Cinnamon Bear is still making news, because an 84-year mystery about the show was finally solved just this year. I'm Brian Earle. This is Christmas Past. These days, if you're listening to commercial broadcast radio, you're probably in your car, listening for just short stretches of time. Even so, I'll bet you're familiar with how the airwaves get pretty Christmassy this time of year. But back in the golden age, it was a much bigger deal. Radio, as it approached Christmas time, kind of nudged many of the programs whether they were comedies, whether they were suspense, whether they were detectives or whatever, to have a special Christmas show as close to Christmas as it fell on the calendar with their particular show dates. That's Jack French. He's with the Metropolitan Washington Old Time Radio Club. That's a group founded in 1984 to encourage interest in old time radio. Each one of the, the comedy and drama shows, even the westerns, have a Christmas show. There's, there's a remarkable 
one of Jimmy Stewart uh, doing a Western version of The Christmas Carol. And uh, there were uh, comedy shows. Jack Benny did at least one or two every December. There's even a couple of tragic ones. And most of the major shows and major stars and major networks all got into the Christmas spirit. And anyone whose local radio station was an affiliate of one of those major networks got to hear all of that. And for everyone else... In the 1930s and through the 40s, for that matter, there were a number of stations that were unaffiliated with the network. So they had produced their own material. The Transcription Company of America, or Transco, was in the business of creating radio programs and then making them available for rent. And for the 1937 Christmas season, Transco created The Cinnamon Bear as a 26-part miniseries of 15-minute episodes, a magical fantasy story for children. The creators of the show were told to think in terms of The Wizard of Oz and Alice in Wonderland. Of course, most of us know The Wizard of Oz through the movie, but in 1937, that movie was still two years away. And the iconic Disney cartoon version of Alice in Wonderland was 14 years away. But the Oz books from Frank L. Baum and Lewis Carroll's Alice books were extremely popular in the 1930s with young readers. The story begins when twins Jimmy and Judy go into their attic to retrieve some Christmas ornaments, only to find out that their prized ornament, a silver star, is missing. Soon after, they're startled by what appears to be a teddy bear moving on its own. The bear springs to life and introduces himself in song as Patio Cinnamon. Patty tells the twins that the Silver Star is missing because the mischievous and thieving Crazy Quilt Dragon has stolen it and slipped off into the magical realm of Mabyland. Patio Cinnamon offers to guide Jimmy and Judy into Mabyland to find the Crazy Quilt Dragon and get the Silver Star back. Each 15-minute episode finds the trio in new danger, meeting new characters like the Wailing Whale, the Wintergreen Witch, a magician, a giant, pirates, and many more, including Santa Claus himself. The Cinnamon Bear was specifically designed to be played not every night, but six times a week. They, they skipped the Sundays, played six times a week between the, the Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve. The 26 episodes were created to fit perfectly into the Christmas season. The schedule matched the calendar days between Thanksgiving and Christmas of that year. Of course, the following year, the number of days between Thanksgiving and Christmas was slightly different. And the following year, 1939, the difference was even more dramatic because that's when Franklin Roosevelt actually moved Thanksgiving from the last Thursday in November to the next to last Thursday. But that didn't stop radio stations from finding a way to bring it back to its listeners season after season. And that number of radio stations grew steadily. And probably at one time there were as many as three to 400 radio stations throughout the United States that were playing this show. And even decades later, after the program was no longer broadcast widely, the Cinnamon Bear fandom lived on. In about the 1960s, 70s or so, there was a Cinnamon Bear Brigade, which was a fan club devoted entirely to the uh, Cinnamon Bear. And they put out a, a newsletter called Bear Facts. And even to this day, the Cinnamon Bear is broadcast by at least one radio station somewhere in the world every year, according to the Metropolitan Washington Old Time Radio Club. You might wonder how a 1937 old-time radio program can continue to connect with audiences today. It's created the, the atmosphere of, of childhood wonder and belief. It's really timeless. The show is especially popular in the Portland, Oregon area. Starting from the beginning in 1937, a local department store, Lippmann's, would sponsor the program regularly and even have in-store cinnamon bear appearances. 
The cinnamon bear became such a part of the local Christmas celebration that it lives on today in the form of a cinnamon bear cruise that launched in 2014 where passengers can meet and interact with the characters. And now, 84 years later, the program is widely available on various websites and podcasts. Various broadcast and internet radio stations will play it live this year. So maybe this is the year that you and your family discover the cinnamon bear for the very first time. To experience the magic of the story, to hear the voice talents of Joseph Kearns, who would later be better known as Mr. Wilson on the Dennis the Menace TV series, or Frank Nelson from The Jack Benny Show, and various other voice talents of the day. And one voice in particular has actually remained a mystery for more than 80 years. The identity of the boy who voiced one of the main characters, Jimmy. Some old-time radio researchers tried in vain for years to learn the true identity of the performer. Only this year, in September of 2021, was it finally learned that it was a boy named Bobby LaManche, whom you've probably never heard of. He didn't go on to become a major star, but it's a testament to how the cinnamon bear lives on in the hearts and minds of Christmas lovers and lovers of old-time radio across the generations. Now, I discovered the cinnamon bear only within the last several years. It's available as a podcast now. Check the show notes for this episode for a link. Since discovering it, I've listened to it every year since, and I'm really looking forward to the day when I can share it with Baby Dashel. It's become a new Christmas tradition, and I'll bet there are a lot of those in my future as we celebrate Christmas after magical Christmas with our little guy. Speaking of trying new things at Christmas, a lot of us last year, at the height of the pandemic, had to improvise to keep the Christmas spirit going, like Rachel in New York. As with many others in the country and in the world, Christmas 2020 had to be canceled for a lot of people. Um, you could spend it with your immediate family or those in your COVID pod. Um, but I'm always one to have many friend parties, friend get-togethers, you know, white elephants and all these different fun things you do at Christmas time. And unfortunately, in 2020, we didn't get to do any of those. So in the summer of 2021, when things kind of loosened up a little bit, we decided to have a backyard Christmas in July party. Um, a friend of ours rented a great big blow-up water slide, and I got Christmas-themed sunglasses, and we had a snowmaker, and we just let the kids go wild. We even had a COVID pinata and kids got to fill their stockings with candy after they beat the crud out of the COVID pinata. So we eventually got to celebrate together in a very safe COVID outdoor way. So it's kind of unique. And I thought that I'd share that as a new memory and maybe we'll do it again next summer too. So I hope everybody can stay safe and be healthy this Christmas. Rachel even sent me some pictures of her Christmas in July party, and I can confirm that it looks like everyone had a wonderful time. Well, you don't have to send me pictures, but I sure do wish you'd send me a Christmas memory, and I'd love to share it with the rest of the Christmas Past family. There's still plenty of time to send one and have it appear in an episode this season. Record a voice memo into your phone describing one of your favorite Christmas memories and send it to christmaspastpodcast at gmail.com. Just keep it reasonably short, clean and family-friendly, and be sure to say your name and where you're from. Christmas Past is produced in wonderful Willow Glen, California by yours truly, Brian Earle. When this episode arrives, there will be just about two and a half weeks left until Christmas. There is much more Christmas Past to come, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. 
Thanks so much to Jack French. Thanks to Rachel in New York. And as always, thank you for listening. Again, check the show notes for a link to where you can listen to The Cinnamon Bear. And let me know what you thought of it. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can join our private Christmas Past Facebook group. Or you can write me anytime at christmaspastpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're feeling the Christmas spirit, why not help more people discover this show? It's as easy as telling a friend about it or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do leave a review, I'll send you a Christmas Past sticker and a handwritten Christmas card as my way of saying thanks. Reach out for details. I'll be back again in just a couple of days with an all-new episode. Until then, may your days be merry and bright.